0: Drifters, good evening, good morning. Whenever you're listening to this, it doesn't really matter. Just me for this um, pre-podcast, I guess, read for you because my good mate Declan, as you'll soon hear, he's over in Japan just gallivanting around, living his best riot life, not really seeing too many Japanese ponies, which is a shame, but, you know, you get that on the big jobs. Now, I come here to talk to you prior to this award-winning podcast, to say, if you happen to bet this weekend, do it with the good people at Ned's. What are you doing? Come on, Team Orange all the way, baby. And the Brisbane Winter Carnival is just kicking off. So you get to do all that good, weird, and frankly, sensational weird stuff that you like to with the good people at Ned's. You can have the same race multis. You can get weird and exotic with every sort of exotic play that you like, on the nose each way, Quinella's trifectas, first four, whatever you hope to do. And, of course, they, you, you can follow each other in on the Neds profiles as well. It's really sensational stuff. But what are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Hello. Hello. Hello, mate. I um, oh, just said right? to you before, yeah. Just said to you before, I forgot my bloody snorkel. Bloody. At least, you know, this household, one thing it does have is umbrellas in abundance. Yeah, some, something. <laughs> something, <laughs> something which I also have recently acquired. <laughs> well, do you want to. Oh. All the drifters out there no? or yeah. Oh look, drifters! I'm a thief. Um, <laughs> good for nothing thief. Look, sometimes when I get a few sherbets into me, which I did on Saturday after having a fair few the night before, um, so I was on a bit of a tear. Yeah, had a pretty good day on the pun on Saturday. Sure, responsibly, you were having a great time. Yeah. Um, oh, people who who know me well, uh, such as yourself. Oh, I get a little bit cheeky when I've had a bit to drink. A bit uh, silly? Yeah, a little bit silly, do some silly things. Um, so, you know, walk out the front of the pub, not going to name which pub because this could give me away. I <laughs> want <laughs> 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 <Someone>, the cops <laughs> after me. Um, yeah, had, had a few, walked out the pub. Uh, on, on my way to my next destination. Yeah. You know, I had plans. I was continuing on with my evening. Yeah. Uh, there was a severe deluge all around. And, look, the, the place that I was going to go wasn't an Uber ride away. It was, you know, a within walking distance. Five to ten minute walk. Yeah. But with the amount of rain that was coming down on Saturday night in Brizzy, it meant that I was essentially needed to swim yeah. to, to the location. Like, literally... The next day it was underwater, where we were going? Yeah, literally. There yeah. was so much rain, it, it was literally underwater the next day. It actually was underwater, like genuinely flooding. Um, I didn't have an umbrella on me, did I, oh. at the pub? So as I was hanging around the front, loitering, I look around and there's a nice little maroon-coloured umbrella. And I thought, you know what? That thing, for me. <laughs> and I picked it up. That'll do me. And just, you know, blew my way out of there. Yeah. With a new umbrella, so to that poor punter who's lost their umbrella, stiff shit. <laughs> I was about to say fuck you. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've I've gained an umbrella, and hey, it, you know we're not we're not a podcast that's in any way, shape, or form looking for uh, social justice points or any social clout. That's not us. Hey, we're not, we're not, we don't sit on any side of the fence from a political perspective. We're not looking for brownie points. No, but we will say, um, you know, everyone in Brisbane knows someone who's been badly affected uh, by the floods over the weekend. Um, look, both of us were obviously fine, which is very yep. lucky. And, and I'm sure families, both sides are yeah. all good. And flood water's worth 50 metres away from you. Yeah, exactly. So it was a bit touch and go there. Um, but now look, um, feel for everyone who's been affected by the floods, um, you know, drifters who, who are listening and, and maybe watching on YouTube, um, youtube.com forward slash on the drift podcast. Um, yeah, look, we're, we, we feel for you guys and, and um, yeah. Hopefully, we've seen the last of it for a while. Yeah, well said. In saying that, I think we need to crack on because there is another cell coming tonight. <laughs> yeah, so, it is pretty unrelenting. It's like, but the last few days have been very, very bipolar. They have. It yeah, they have. It's been some of the nicest sunshine this oh, very early autumn. Yeah. What's no. going on with Mother Nature? Mate, son, hates horse racing. Yeah, hates it. <laughs> hates it. Mate, it was a miracle that Sydney went ahead on I the weekend. I can't believe it. And to be fair, though, like the kickback was actually pretty damn good. Like, Yeah. Yeah. It, it was doing pretty well. And um, saw the one of the track managers today said that there's no sloshing when you walk on it. Yeah, so that's Michael Wood. Yeah, great, Michael Wood, great, great sign uh, for Randwick for the re- weekend. I think they have, who knows, forty mil uh, apparently tomorrow. Yeah, well, he came out and said today, Michael Wood, the track manager, that he's very confident racing will go ahead. And if the track manager is coming out and saying that, um, yeah, which is un- unbelievable. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm confident. I'm confident we'll be um, we'll be racing on a heavy ten, but we'll be racing, which is great. We will. Um, okay, so we've covered the rain. <laughs> And I echo your sentiments well said um, the Instagram poll this week it was the best guineas of the last best guineas winner of the Ram week and the Australian guineas of the last four years yep. now I couldn't believe my eyes first day because it wasn't a hundred to O to big Tas. it was what it was unbelievable <laughs> mystic journey was giving him a nudge it's like all credit to Betty, one of the greats great Philly Betty but we're talking about. The autumn sun. Mate, in the final. All right. So Tas went up against, he went up against Mystic Journey. Then he went up against Kementari. Kementari stole a few votes off him. What are people thinking? Oh. And then in the final against Alligator Blood, one of our favorites. We love the blood. But he hasn't won a race in three years. No. Tass was seven from eight. That, was, that entire... Um, Voting thing was set up for Taz to sweep the floor. Yeah. There was, it was a trick. Punners <laughs> and drifters, it was a trick. It was a rhetorical question. The Autumn Sun's the best three year old I've seen by leaps and bounds. Ever, <laughs> ever. You failed. <laughs> you failed miserably. I can't believe he had votes against you. <laughs> like, in the end, I think alligator blood got like 30% of the vote. I'm like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> I can't believe it. Um, I'm in disbelief. And, you know, something else I saw this week. um, Actually, firstly, yes or no, Mm. will you be taking something out of the blue diamond in the slipper? Well, I didn't really see the race. I've watched it since. Uh, No. Yeah, nor will I. I won't be. like. It's still no clearer for me. No. Like, Dormier, I've. I tipped it when it ran fourth in the prelude. And yep, you did, yep. He was in the inferior ground, blinkers on, Freemans have now won three last four. Um, Blue Diamonds, enough set. Yeah. Um, but do I see any of those? A lot of them, as I brought up and that theory went to shit, um, <laughs> a lot of them are already a few runs deep and I typically like a fresher two-year-old in their – around their second or third maximum third run as yeah, the grand okay. final and a lot of those are already, already at that stage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think if you rerun that exact race four or five times, you'll have a different winner every time. Yeah. I think uh, Sevenak ran really well. Jack No obviously ran super, revolutionary miss. Surely she's going to the paddock. She's mm. just put in run after run. And then, yeah, Dormier was great as well. But, but yeah, no um, – Chipping Norton, I guess. Ve just, I learned something on the weekend. There's heavy form, and then there's heavy form, and then there's very elegant. Well, Ve is done it against everyone. Mm. She's done it against the elite. What I brought to your attention on the weekend, mm. which I only found out on the weekend in the morning, I forget who said it, but very well read yeah. in their form. Colette's only won against her own age on heavy ground. Yeah, which was news to me. And, you know, I still thought – I still probably would have tipped her because her first up run was fantastic. It was good, yeah. And VE was, look, dour to be kind, but what a champion. She's just a champion man, mate. Um, Yeah. Not a lot of horses can win group ones from 1,400 metres to 3,200 metres. She is one of them. She's a champion. She is. Uh, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, here we are, none the wiser for it. Yes. So, we have a bit of rain for Randwick, Mm-hmm. And there's a bit of rain around in Flemington on the day, apparently up to 40 mil. Sheesh. So, that's fun. And some horses, you know, half the Ramwick card is accepted for Flemington. So, you're like, well, it's going to be rainy either way, guys. Makes it easy for us. <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll do our best. We will do our best. And- yeah, I'm glad racing's still going ahead, and I can't believe how well Ramwick held up on the weekend. It, it is a little bit disappointing because mm-hmm. it just knocks out so many horses. Yeah, you know what I mean. It it knocks out so many good horses because it's just not their favourite ground. Would have loved to have seen uh, some clashes that we'll touch on later on mm-hmm. the podcast um, that have since not gone ahead because of horses mm-hmm. going to different states and whatnot. But you know, I can't I can't have everything in life. Nor can no. you. No, I can't. And, you know, I have most of it, but not all of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm absolutely loaded to the teeth. <laughs> but, you know, that's not everything. What about you? What were your main takeaways from the weekend? Um Yeah, look, I I, I think Very Elegant's a champion horse. Um I think there's a couple of runners in the Blue Diamond who are going to make nice three-year-olds. I think 7 one of them. I think Jacino is one of them as well. Uh yeah, if you look at the the rating of that Blue Diamond in comparison to previous Blue Diamonds, they're a subpar group of two-year-olds. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the, the Golden Super picture is no clear-up clear, clear up for me, that's for sure. Um, you, is a jury still out on Fangirl and Espiona? A little bit. A yeah. little bit. Um, maybe, maybe they just not wear trackers. You can't really say. It's hard to judge. Yeah. Hard to judge. And I think it's because everyone's comparing Espiona to – mini winks and it's like, well when you have a when you have a title like that, crikey, do you have to come out and win each race by six lengths? And Winx she, wasn't a dominant three year old, was she? No, she was you know, she what, won the Sunshine Coast Guineas. Yeah. Like the most time on a race in Australian history. Yeah. Now known <laughs> as the Winx Guineas. Shock me. Um yeah, but absolute champion four year old four year old. So you know, these fillies can take time, mate. Can take yeah. that and, and he's and she's in good hands with a bit of Chris Waller magic would have thought so she'll be fine would have thought so but yeah, no, apart from that, I thought it was a good weekend of racing, you know, had another good weekend um hope you're keeping tab drifters because <laughs> there's not many of them <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah on on onwards and upwards to better things. Lovely. Now, should we ring the Drifter of the Week or go through the group ones ourselves first? Hmm. Um, Up to you, mate. I think we could go Drifter of the Week just to get a bit of a different spin of things. Let's do it. This is the part where the phone rings. Right on cue. Right on cue. Bit early, so hopefully they answer. Ella, g'day. Declan here. How are you going? Hey, Declan. How are
1: you going?
0: Good, mate. Good. Uh, got Hucho here as well. Hi. How are
1: you going?
0: Hey, good, Ella. Nice to meet you over these airwaves. I'm airways.
1: literally shitting bricks. <laughs> oh,
0: no need. <laughs> I said to you today, mate, there's no need to be nervous. Um, Drifter of the week, guys, is Ella Levison. Um, <sighs> Ella's got... Um, some awesome takes on punting that are left field in comparison to what you might typically hear on this podcast. So I was very keen to get Ella on. Um, Ella, I want to chat to you first though about uh, the way you play roulette. (laughs) Yeah. And can you talk me through what your thought process is before you start putting chips all over the table? Do you have certain numbers? Like what's, what's the go? I love this.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. So there's certain numbers like me and my partner play together, and I have the lucky like the easy part of it because all of our lucky numbers are at the top, like the lower end of the board. Yep. Um. So I just put down like our birthdays, my favorite number, his favorite number, and then like just chuck a few based on feel. I'm a very much based on feel kind of gal.
0: Yeah, I like that.
1: Um. But it's like the strategy of you place ten chips down on the exact numbers and. If you hit, you get one eighty back, and then you pocket the hundred and oh the eighty, and you keep betting with the hundred.
0: That's sound. That is a sound theory. The
1: strap behind it.
0: Yeah. Did you learn that in high school? Because I didn't. Did you do Math C or
1: something? No. No, I just been to the casino too many times and learned from a couple of people there.
0: Yeah. True. Well, um, speaking of your partner, um, Lewis Westerman's been uh, Drift of the Week. In the past,
1: I know. Um, I've been waiting for you to have me on deck. You said you had months ago.
0: <laughs> yeah, sorry, mate. I'm pretty, in case you haven't learned, I'm, I'm pretty forgetful and pretty useless. Um, so, my apologies. <laughs> but look, better late than never. Yes. Exactly. Um,
1: yeah. Finally, time to get like an average Joe Blow voice on the podcast.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look, I wouldn't say that. Um, but <laughs> so, obviously, you're the better punter out of the two of you, Duh. but you do have yeah. a different way of going about it. Um, so, yeah. look, I'm, I'm interested to hear your reasonings behind some of your picks. But um, So, we're covering the three group ones that are on Saturday. You've got the mm-hmm. Aussie Guineas, the Randwick Guineas, and the Canterbury Stakes. Hacho, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. where do you want to start? You know what? Let's start in Flemington. Let's start in Melbourne, the Australian Guineas. What were your thoughts there, Ella? Uh,
1: so, pinstripe is uh, the pick that I would say for that one. And interestingly, the way that I picked this horse is last weekend I bet on it because there's a character in a TV show I watch on stand called The Bold Type. Uh, and so I was like, mm, Omen. Um, and then <laughs> uh, he's racing again, same jockey, last, the same two winning rides. And I know he hasn't run the distance, but like progressively increasing more and more. Uh, but yeah, like I'm gonna ref- uh, I'm gonna preface this with saying this is the most research I've ever done. I am very <laughs> much <in both>. go <laughs> so on the day with what you feel. Doesn't matter if it's twenty dollars or two dollars. I go off that kind of stuff. So um, yeah, that's the reason behind it.
0: <laughs> oh I know, I love that. I think pinstripes in with the with a great chance. Seven dollars fifty with Ned's at the moment. What I will say is this: he's never lost a race. He's never lost. <laughs> <laughs> Just picket fences. Ticket fences. No, nah, love that. Um, moving on to Randwick, uh, we're going to go to the Canterbury Stakes, which is mm-hmm. race uh, seven. Yep.
1: Yeah. I think I'm going Forbidden Love on this. I know it's a favourite. I don't really like to pick the favourite, but like proven last week he can deliver on a heavy track around this distance. Um, and I just, I don't know, I really like Hugh Bowman.
0: You yeah. like Hugh Bowman. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. don't know why.
1: No reasoning behind it. <laughs> yeah. I know that I know that J Mac is running and like whatever. Everyone always picks J Mac, but <laughs> I have a really weird soft spot.
0: <laughs> Huey Bowman is pretty divisive. He is, he but he's pretty divisive. There's been good Huey recently. There has been good Huey. He's been in yeah. good form. So yeah, look, I think Forbidden Love's in with a great shout, Ella. But um, last race that we'll go through. Uh, for the group one, so the Randwick Guineas, short price favourite here. Yeah. Animo. I
1: know. Are you, going in that, are you going in that direction or are
0: you risking it all? It's
1: hard to, it's hard to go away from Mo. No. Um, I know he's a fan favourite of yours oh, Love them up. Um, but I don't like to pick a favourite purely because I'm greedy and the odds are too short. <laughs> um, so I'd probably go – well, like this is a prime example of when I would probably do – um, my interesting bet strategy is I wouldn't go, like, on the nose. Um, I would go probably a same race multi.
0: Yeah, okay. um, but if I had to pick one, I would go another. Okay. okay. So, you're going to go with
1: my, my guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah your guy.
0: Yeah, I, I can't blame yeah. you at all. Uh, if I was to chuck one into my Neds, same game, same race multi even, I'd go number 10, more Eternal. Yep, for a bit of value. Yeah, for a bit of value. Absolutely swims that thing for Bjorn. He, he does swim for Beyond. Righto. Um awesome Ella. So we've also <coughs> we're looking for your best bet of the day can be absolutely anywhere. Where are you going? What are you punting on?
1: Okay. So this is where I've taken um a bit of like a not the best course of the day. This is my what I would do typically with my punting strategy. Love this. So it's the same race multi Flemington race six. Okay. Zarky top two, Mr. Brightside top four. Yep. Um, and then if you're feeling really spicy, you actually same race multi something like multi another same race multi into that. So <laughs> Randwick race five. Okay. Eduardo so, top two. Yep. And Flintex the top run top four.
0: <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. So, same, so same, ra- same race so you, r- you can multi a same, multi a same race multi, race multi against yeah. another same race multi. This is news to me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm sure it's new to a lot of so, other Like drifters. I said
1: earlier, I'm really greedy. So I like to get my odds as high as possible because I'm not betting with a lot of money. Um, <laughs> so I am the queen of the same race multi into a same race multi.
0: All right. So you're punting in 30-22. We're punting in twenty twenty two. So we've got same race multi, uh, Flemington race six, Zaki top two, uh, Mr. Brightside running top four, and then we've got yeah. – Ranwick race six, six five. race five. Yeah, okay, that's the um, the nature strip race, and Eduardo to run top yeah. two and Splintex to, yeah. run, to run top four. Yeah, I
1: okay. think there's value in that.
0: Oh, there's there's a stack of value in that. There's a
1: lot, yeah, there's a and lot of on. And I couldn't get on. the ag- exact odds for you there, uh, purely because they don't allow you to put their on this bar in advance and that. <laughs> Just speak to the kind of gambler I am. It's very much in the moment. Um, but yeah, that's like my favorite thing to
0: do. If this gets up, um, you're gonna look like an absolute genius. Oh, I love it.
1: Oh, it's risky, but like you can put you can put that kind of bet down and put down, I don't know, five bucks if your standard bet's like twenty to fifty and get the same return. So no, you've got to risk it, it to get the biscuits.
0: I love it, Ella. Um, look, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, really appreciate no, really. your time. Appreciate your insights, and um, <laughs> you you need to gamble responsibly more than anyone else. <laughs> yeah. By the sounds of it, <laughs>
1: oh, absolutely, no, no, gamble responsibly. That that's true. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing with such small figures. It's fine. I'm always the one that ends up with money in my account at the end of the day. So I've, who so I've heard.
0: So I've heard. Maybe we'll give uh, Lewis a chance to uh, rebuttal that on a future podcast, but. Thanks so much. Ella. Pre- appreciate your time, mate.
1: Thanks, guys. Thanks. Ella.
0: See you later. See ya. My God. All right. My mind's blowing. I'm sweating. <laughs> <laughs> look! Look at your forehead, sweating profusely. Yeah, right. I'm going to lift the kimono for the drifters out there. I fill in these best bet things. If you're watching on YouTube, you'll see a little graphic come up. So I was took a punt. You know, I feel in some of it sometimes. I'm like Flemington. I reckon reckon her best bet's going to be in Flemington. I was like, then same race multi. I'm I'm panicking here. (laughs) I'm typing. I'm like trying to keep up. And then she threw in Ramwick as well. Same race multi against another same race multi. I didn't even realise you can do that. I think she's told me you can do that before, but um, potentially I was inebriated when she was telling me that. To be fair, we don't dabble in SRMs that much, but- I'm chucking this thing on, that's if, for sure. If the Drifter of the Week does, the Drifter of the Week does. 100%. Anyway. Um- <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get back in 2022 right now. Uh, the Australian Guineas, 1,600 metres, group one, three-year-old, set weights. Crikey, you have the derby winner, probably the best I've ever seen, Hitotsu mm-hmm. 1,600, 2,500, absolutely lapped them for Kiramar, David Eustace. Cap was super last start. Profondo is probably the biggest watch in the race. the X Factor. Forgot you's not going to Sydney. He's racing here. Pinstripe is mentioned. What are your thoughts? I think it's a cracking race. It is. It, it is a really good, really good race. Great addition of the Aussie Guineas. And yeah, could have in my humble two absolute future superstars uh, in this race if they're not already in Hutotsu and Profondo. Yeah, look, I I think one of them can win. Um, I think Pinstripe can give it a sight. But I think Profondo in his third start winning the spring championship over 1,800 metres, it means he's the best horse in this race. Mm. And I want to back the best horse in the race, and I think it'll be Profondo. Yeah. Before I get into my analysis, did you see – I'm going to butcher this poor bastard's name. uh, (laughs) Enver Yusevich. Close enough, I think. Yeah, Um, But all respect to you. you, uh, Yeah, all respect. Sorry, bruh. You have a – very hard name to pronounce. I apologise. Um, but did you see him during the week about his suit? He's got a suit that's as old as us, mate. He does. 20 years old. Well, not 30, but he's 20 years old. Yeah. You know, it's in his 20s. And if you actually go close up on the image, you can see the holes in it and the washed out nature of it. So mm-hmm. he's basically worn this thing for, you know, the last 20 years. Which He's is got his money's worth, I'd say. Now you have to have you have to have something on because he needs a new suit. Mm. He's training a horse called Pinstriped. Surely the you know the gods are aligning here. Hey, it 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 ate it ate up fourteen hundred meters like it wants a mile and further. He's unbeaten. Sure, sure. Drifter of the week's on. Yep, the lovely Ella. So I can't see why not. It couldn't run a good race. It's not my pick though. I'm on Profondo like you are with Animo. I'm in, in love with this horse. <laughs> I just—I don't think I've ever backed him. I—I I know exactly why you're in love with this horse. Look at his sire, yeah. Reads Deep Impact <laughs> Japan. <laughs> oh, geez. Oh, I wonder. I wonder who. I wonder who's uh, yeah. who. It's side as well. Yeah. Fierce Impact for the drifters uh, listening. One of Hutcho's absolute favourites. Yes. Always sit and proud, and. Oh, shock. what are those silks that, that Profondo's wearing? Yeah, it's, it's you know, Richie Lit silks. Castel Vecchio. High quality silks. Great yeah, silks. Great silks. It's like, you know, it's kind of like the Japanese flag with a bit of flavour on the side. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bit of edamame as yeah. the hat. <laughs> bit of wasabi. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, in short... <laughs> I think Profondo, yeah, I think he's a special horse. I think he's special. I think he's a special talent. If he runs on his four, wouldn't be surprised if he's in the Cox Plate. I think he's that good. And I think he'll win this and he'll just knock him over in the Rose Hill Guineas after that. And you know what? He might even go to the Queen Elizabeth. I don't know. I think he's. I think he's been aimed for this as his first up run purely to get him in the Queen Elizabeth, mate.
1: Yeah. I
0: think that's where we'll peak. The thoughts on this horse are- Sky high, yep. and if you look back at his third start, the spring championship stakes. Spanked him. Still didn't know what he was doing. No. Spanked him. His rating was through the roof. He's a great horse, Profondo. He is, and, you know, he's got the most upside in Australia. I'll say that. Um, But obviously there's some things of the unknown. He's only accepted for this race this week because he was going to the Randwick Guineas, but he doesn't want to lit doesn't want he wants to look after him you know oh full credit to him he's a 1.9 million dollar Colt he's very very valuable yeah Robbie Dolan hasn't been this way of going in Australia no so that's interesting retains the ride so you know he's only won the one group one and it was in that race 15 but if it is rainy on the day it could be a plus so a lot of unknowns but Profondo's my own tip. On, top, on top pick is going to run a battler, uh, cracker and capmont as well I reckon the top three uh, First three home. I'm with you. Lovely. Uh, all right. Well, let's go to the Canterbury stakes then. Canterbury. So, 1,300 metres, weight for age, three-year-olds and up. Um, I found two horses here. Mm-hmm. And one I was on the offence for. They were Private Eye, they were Laws of Indices, and Forbidden Love on the quick backup. Mm-hmm. I've gone with Forbidden Love because- When I was going through each of these horses' wet track form, I was lured in by private eye, but with my newly attained knowledge. I looked at his heavy form and one was in his maiden and one was in a benchmark 72 Mm -hmm. when he was a three-year-old. So Mm -hmm. Forbidden Love has proven it more on heavy ground than the others in this field. And Laws of Indices is kind of the X factor in the race, uh, but we haven't seen too much of him. I but think he's a Doncaster horse. Yeah, right. I think, yeah, Forbidden Love, I think she's going to get a cracking run from that barrier, out of trouble, Huey, bang, bang. Yes, Forbidden <laughs> Love, oh, back to her last start. Apologies because I know you're on ice bath. Oh, um, mate, you know. Oh, you get, that, you get that on the big jobs, especially with ice bath. I've, I've been burnt before. Mate, I'll be burnt again. <laughs> first, first, and last, last, first and last time ever for me is that your first time first on? ever and she's got life with me she's only one when i haven't been on her mm. um, she's only one twice yeah so Lol. Yeah, i'm sure you can figure out drifters how many times i've lost on her <laughs> 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 it's just funny it's just yeah. funny. Oh, funny no, it? hilarious i love I it. it i love it yeah yeah but no, i was on forbidden love last <laughs> start look the question mark's a quick backup yes. uh, they like to run this horse fresh but apparently, she bounced out of that race and her wet track forms elite. Rails out six metres on Saturday around week. So, you want something up on pace? Private mm-hmm. eye, eye is a big watch for mine, but he's a back marker and we'll see. I think he's got bigger fish to fry. Also carrying 59 kegs. No, thank you. Uh, Lighthouse for mine is a big watch too. Uh, she, I think she was pretty good in the um, CF4 behind She's Fantastic. Tifano. Yeah. Look, um, her heavy form. Um, she's only run once and, and she's won. Wet run twice and and won both times. So look, Light, Light, Lighthouse, I think is in with the shot, but oh, there's just too many holes in two, in these other horses. I I, I think Forbidden loves a no brainer. Um, Lighthouse will run well, and I think Eye will run well too. Mm, well said. Uh, all right. <clears throat> Part of me ran with Guineas. The other sixteen hundred meters for the three year olds makes a lot of sense that they're on the same day. What could have been Animo versus Profondo, man? Like, honestly, what are we doing here? Could you imagine, like, all right, I'm happy to leave out everything under the bottom four out of here and chuck them in, you know, into a field that the Australian Guineas would be in. That would be fantastic. Unbelievable. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. I've got one word for you. Mo! (laughs) Animo! Oh, mate, third up here. Mile, barrier nine, perfect draw. J-Mac in, bit of wet ground. Who cares? Kills him. Kills him. $1.80 overs all over Mo like a rash. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, he's my on top selection as well. I did try and find something with a bit of wet form that could go through it because he's a bit unproven on the wet. So, I think that is the small query on him. And, you know... Oh, you know he won't win by four lengths now, maybe three. <laughs> Look, War Eternal is a throw at the stumps. Is. He's, coming he's a good out- throw at the stumps though. He's coming out of benchmark form. But to give some sort of direction about these three-year-olds... He lost to Pulele by five lengths first up. But I will, what I will say is this. He's not first up horse. <laughs> it builds into his prep, apparently. Builds up into his prep. Third up will be rock hard fit here and only ran a couple of weeks ago. Was in, He beat Dajran, <laughs> who is a very progressive horse. You sure? So, but he did have weight favours there. Equal weights here going to be bloody tough. But... He has the best wet track jockey in Australia here with Jay Collett in the saddle as well. So I think he's the one outside that can run second. (laughs) Yeah, Mo on top for me. I'm not even going to talk about a trifecta because I don't want any juju, (laughs) none whatsoever. Okay. Uh, (laughs) All right, other races. Let's go back to Flemington. Let's go race six in the blamey because one of our favourites is heading there, one that we call quite early. Inzaki. Um, he leads this field in the blamey 1,600 metres. First up, group two. Set weights penalty, so he's the top weight here and rightfully so. <laughs> um, yeah. Where's the 69 kegs on his back? Not the 59. So, he was scratched from the Canterbury stakes, if I'm not He was mistaken. scratched from the Canterbury stakes. He would have been my on toppy. So, my thinking is this. That's a 1,300 metre race. This is a mile. Mm. I'm not... I'm actually a bit against him this weekend. Yeah, okay. The horse I want to be with is Inspirational Girl, right down the bottom. She's yeah. avoided the handicapper here because she's had a, you know, she's had a, a sore knee mm. or something, and she ran an absolutely cracking race first up. Um, blinkers, blinkers on. Damien Lane for Danny O'Brien. I think she's the way I'm leaning on for the forward bucks on offer. Yeah, Nasaki no, like will win that. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Before we go to our best bets, let's have a look at the other two, a f- uh, few features in Ramwick. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's start with the two year olds. I know you're very fascinated about these two year olds. So, race two, did you see anything here that pricked your interest? No, not, not particularly, mate. It's a big watch for me. Um, Look, I thought I did see Greece trial, and, and unbelievable. Know, looked unbelievable. Trials of trials. I think it very well could win this, yeah. but it's a, it's more of a watch race for me. Well, Russian conquest. You get some yeah. sort of guide for Cool and Gutter um, because he ran second to her at the Magic Millions, yep. so you get some sort of guide there. Out if that Cool and form is actually any good, but it is on a heavy ten, so it doesn't mean anything <sighs> exactly. Uh, so that's the Riesling, um, the Todman. Crikey, you have the battle of the futures bets here with <laughs> Sajardin for our good mate. That's actually really funny. For Sajardin for our good mate, uh, Matthew Dolan, and then Charlatan for our good mate, Josh McClellan, who pulled it off last year. And shock me, they're in the market too. <laughs> so they, I think they'll be they'll be kicking themselves that they didn't hold all back all their bonus bets to launch now because <laughs> they've all been drifted in the market, something chronic. Um, look, I don't know too much about this field. Psychiatrist looks progressive, but I think it is between Sujardin and Charlatan. Yeah, I actually do like Sujardin. Uh I thought his, his return uh, effort running into third w- was great. And I, I do think he's in the mix for the Golden Slipper. Yeah, I think he wins this race, John. Yeah, fair enough. And there's one other race, obviously the NS race, race five, challenge stakes. Thousand meters, so they maintain at the thousand meters here, Nature Strip and Eduardo. But then you have Trekking, Splintex, Shelby 66, who's coming out of um, highway form, so it gives you a bit of a guide. September run, and then remarks. So, Nature Strip win? Yeah, Nature Street wins if he jumps fairly, for sure. Eduardo could be the <laughs> better wet tracker and is thousand meters. Yeah. Uh but Nature Street was super first up. Eduardo, he might be better around a bend. Potentially. Um Okay. Best bets around the country here. I've got I've got four. Okay. How many do you have? Oh, something similar, yeah. All right. I'm gonna start in Flemington. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go to race three. Mm-hmm. I really like Rose Courts. So do I. That's one of mine. She was super down the straight, um, blew them away, and I can't see why she can't do this again here. Um, the other horse I was interested in was Superium, up the top okay. of the weights. Yep. That horse has been racing some super, super races, and it drops back to 90 grade here. Could be well in, uh, but, yeah, Rose Courts for me. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Um. <clears throat> yeah look i, I like rose Courts. So that's that's a good shout um what was in race two crystal pegasus in flemington yes yeah i like crystal pegasus again i know it's short but i, I think it wins again it was awesome last start i think about threes i got it out so yeah um yeah crystal pegasus i think will run well on the weekend i think we tipped it on the podcast about 380 and it started about 220 yeah absolutely like that. crunched yeah. in uh, so you know moving markets around here or yeah. <laughs> the favorite just got scratched one of the yeah, two either one um i want you to go race aid at flemington mm-hmm. i want to i want you to have a good honest look at this field and tell me what you see oh look <laughs> I, I see i see a horse by the name of brooklyn hustle number two what are your thoughts i was keen on her before i saw the weather forecast so i would love her to i actually think she runs super down the straight and 1,000 meters, I think she's elite at 1,100 1, meters. I'm only going to be betting if it's dry because she doesn't go yard in soft. So I think hopefully, and Jamie Carr on, she can turn these types of horses around. She so can. Yeah, she can. Seven bucks, I think that's still good enough to bet. Tracking at 17 seems overs, but um, he is glugging 63 kilos. <laughs> so um, I have. One more before my best. Yeah, um, I have one more before my best too. Look, I think Zaki and the Blamey stakes for me is, is a great punt. Two dollars fifteen. I think yeah. doubling your money with that horse is unbelievable. Lovely. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna flip it on its head here. I had Crystal Pegasus as it was my best, but I'm gonna change it mm-hmm. uh, because I'm going for a bit more value. That's the type of guy I am. Um, I'm gonna go race six at Randwick in the heavy ten, and I'm gonna go. Number three, Marzu. Oh yeah. Great, great punt. And I tipped both of these horses two weeks ago. I'm just sticking with my winning formula. Yeah. So you should, mate. Marzu, come back a bloody different horse after the ultimate yeah. gear change. He was running genuine group times last yeah. week. And or two weeks ago. You know, he's still pretty well in here. Like poor old president. That horse has raced like three times in the last year and he's getting fifty-nine kegs. Um Profiteer is obviously the big watch, not one of ours. Certainly not. uh, But he was racing much better at the Sydney Way going, uh, so he'll be interesting to see. But Marzu, I think he looks like a very versatile horse. Obviously a bit unknown in the going, but we'll see. We will see. um, My best of the day. Yes. Uh, Ranwick race four. And a lot of these horses – first each other, last start, but I'm going to go with number 11, no compromise turn the tables on its table mate, number 4, Mighty Bill If um, yeah, if you'd have to be blind not to have seen, um, it absolutely storm home, no compromise as soon as it got clear meets Mighty Bill a lot better at the weights here um, yeah, it goes up in distance, I think he'll run a cracking race, no compromise I think in this race if you want to have a little throw at the stumps, drifters box trifecta um with some waller picks. Yeah. Number four, Mighty Beal, number five, Shiraz. Uh, number eleven, no compromise, and number thirteen, too much to bear. Yeah, sure. Box um, of tr- If you want to, it's just a suggestion. It is. <laughs> it is a suggestion. <laughs> yeah, no and compromise, best for me. You know what? I'm a futures guy. Uh and friend of the podcast, Craig Sneaseby, is in the ownership of Shiraz. Um and you know it is nominated for the Sydney Cup drifters, and you still there's still fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars an offer. It'll watch it run top four here, and watch that fifteen dollars basically off because it's getting into the Sydney Cup with about fifty one kilos on its back. I don't know how many. I don't know how many, how many times we have to tell you. This? <laughs> yeah, you can get about thirty dollars for Lady Laguna now. But- <laughs> But we won't say that. Oh, I don't, I've got absolutely no recollection of what you're talking about. Me neither. Uh, but the third, the $15 on offer for Sir, Shiraz will evaporate like the Brisbane River. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It'll be gone. <laughs> um, lovely. That's all I had. Yep. Great weekend of racing. Hopefully everything goes ahead. Getting closer and closer to slip a day. I'm that keen. Me too. If you're having a punt this weekend, do it responsibly, but we'll see you next week. Good luck, drifters.